Hey psychos, and welcome back to the You Don't Want to Know podcast. How's it going? How you been? How's your day? How's your night? I hope it's great. Thanks for tuning in to the You Don't Want to Know podcast. I feel like I say this every time, but I never know how to start this off. I feel so lonely when I record these. I feel like I need to talk to someone and be like, how are you? How's your life? That's great. Okay, now let's get get into it. But instead, it's just me here alone staring at a picture of myself. So if that's not conceited, I don't know what it is. Um, so on to the movie. I watched Donnie Darko. I talked about that last podcast and how I did, couldn't finish it because I'm old and can't sit down and watch a movie without falling asleep. Um, it was a good movie. Um, I probably wouldn't add it to my list of like movies that I want to watch a thousand times. I probably wouldn't watch it again, but I'm glad that I did watch it. Um, it kind of leaves me like wondering like, did I really understand that movie or did something just like completely go over my head? And I, I think I definitely missed something, but it was just, it was really, really, really dark to say the least. Very, very dark movie. It was kind of fun to see like a bunch of actors that I saw in like kids shows. So let's see, I wrote them down. All of the actors that I saw, um, Ashley Tisdale, you know, um, from Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. I got really excited because she was there for like a second in one scene. I'm like, oh, I caught her. I'm probably the only person that ever saw that she was in this movie. And then like two scenes later, she was talking into a mic and I was like, dang it. I thought I was good for that. Um, And then there was Spencer from, um, I think it was iCarly. Quinn's boyfriend from Zoe 101. Mark. His name is Mark. Oh my gosh. I just have one of those moments where like you try so hard to remember some someone's name or something and then it just hits you like a ton of bricks. I am so happy I remembered that. <laughs> but there you go. Got a very Heathers, if you've seen that movie, or Black Widow vibe. Black, Black Widow, that movie just blows my mind. Like it's a a ballet movie but it's so creepy and there's been a lot of like creepy dance movies like um dysmorphia what's that whatever that movie is with um the girl from uh the sex movie whatever um the gray what 50 shades of gray there we go she's in it and it's like that movie is really dumb do not watch that movie i'm so sorry but that movie is horrible but the black swan I walked away from that movie just a different person because it was so weird. I just, I catch myself just thinking about that movie randomly. So back to the original movie that we're talking about, um, that's kind of how I thought of Donnie Darko to a certain degree, not quite as much, but the ending, you just kind of get left there like, oh, and then also you're like, who chooses that for a Halloween costume? Because like, you'll get it if you watch the movie and I don't want to get rid of it, but, or I don't want to like give it up and spoil it, but like, oof, just not great. One free piece of advice I wanted to give out to the whole world, and I'm sure most people know this already, but in the movie, there's a girl in the witness protection program and her quote is, 
He has emotional problems. He stabbed my mom. We're in the witness protection program. Yeah, if you're in the witness protection program and you're, like, hiding, keep that a secret, maybe. Like, don't tell people that there's someone out to get you because that kind of defeats the whole purpose. But I wanted to tell you guys about two other movies that I watched. Um, The first one is called The Night House. And if you've seen it already, because that was out like a year ago, if you've seen it, you already know how crazy of a movie that was. It's a little slow at first, but oh my gosh, that's another thinker. Oh my gosh, that's another one where you like walk away and you're like, oh, like that's crazy. It's just a whole nother twist to the horror genre. It's not something normal, but like from now until the rest of my life, anytime I hear the word nothing, I'm going to just like freak out because that's a, that's a key thing in that movie. In the trailer, you hear the lines over and over again. You were right. There is nothing. Nothing is after you. You are safe now. And like, ha ha ha. It's just so freaky. And then the other movie I watched was Identity, which it's really weird because I'm about 80% sure that I have watched that movie already. I just couldn't remember it. Like, I remember, like, little, little, little bits of it. Um, but, like, normally when I rewatch a movie that I've already watched and I forgot about it, it all comes, like, flooding back to me at some point, but it never did. So I must have, like, maybe watched a little bit of it, fell asleep, woke up, watched a little bit more of it, like, one of those deals, but I don't really know. But that movie kicked butt great movie and the only reason why I really watched it was because Dr. Cox wasn't in it wasn't it Dr. Cox is from Scrubs and if you don't know Scrubs go screw yourself just kidding Scrubs is is like a phenomenal show I keep tripping over my words I'm sorry I'm not editing it out so this is who I am I'm ugly and I'm proud that's from Spongebob But yeah, um, Identity, great movie. Uh, So quick, quick spoiler, skip forward 15 seconds. I knew it was the kid the whole time. Instantly, I was like, the kid did it. Okay. I hope you guys skip forward 15 seconds because I didn't want to ruin it, but here we are. All right, and now it's been 15 seconds. Hopefully, you guys didn't hear what I just said if you wanted to skip forward, but let's be honest, that movie's kind of old, so... At this point, it's your fault if I spoiled anything for you because you should have watched it. And then my final uh, little nugget for identity is that freaking Betty Broderick is in that movie. Betty Broderick, the girl who played it in um, the second season of Dirty John, which I don't know if it's like what to call that because it's obviously not Dirty John, but they, I don't even know. So... Dirty John was the first one, Betty Broderick was the second one, the actress that played Betty Broderick, she's in that movie, and that lady is killing it. I don't really recognize her from much other shows that I watch, or movies, so it's kind of surprising, but like, ugh, love her, she's doing a great job. So those are my movie recommendations for today. And then I also wanted to share some stuff with you guys, whoever's listening. Oh my gosh. So I just had to pause it because I, my jaw popped and I've never actually like heard it aside from like what I normally hear. It's like when you record yourself and you hear yourself talking, you're like, oh, that's what I sound like. I just heard it pop. Oh my gosh. 
I need to get that fixed because that was like, it literally sounded like I stuck my finger in my mouth and did that. Like it was horrible. Um, sorry, that was about me. Back to what I was going to say, the really exciting news. I am going to be going to a haunted high school with my little sister on Saturday night, technically. Um, it's, (laughs) this is the funny part. So I thought it was at 12 o'clock in the afternoon. There's two times. There's one from like 9 to 11 and one from 10 to 2 for like three weekends. And I was like, okay, cool. Like let's 9 to 11 is really early. Let's not do that. There's one for Sunday from 10 to 2. Let's do, or 12 to 2. So let's do that. And then I went to go buy the tickets. It's 12 a.m. to 2 (laughs) a.m. What? So me and my little sister are going to go to the old Glen Beulah school tour or whatever at 12 a.m. And it's like an it's far away because I don't want to tell you exactly how far away it is. So I can't you guys can't like figure out where I am. No offense. You guys seem like lovely people, but um, you could be serial killers because that's where my mind is. Um, but oh my gosh, like I'm so excited and I'm going to listen to like spooky stuff on the way. I'm also going to slam energy drinks. So that probably won't help me. I'm also going to bring a cross because Jesus, Jesus saved me. But now here's the best news of all. They said I could record the entire thing. So you guys are going to be able to hear me freak out. I don't know how good the quality is going to be. And I'm going to be really sad if I can't even use it. But I am so pumped. Very excited. So I don't know when I'm going to be airing that one. But it will be pretty soon. Like it's not going to be like months away. Because I'm doing that this Friday. So very, very excited. I hope that someone listens to this podcast and enjoys it because I don't think anyone listens to this at this point. But now, the reason why everyone is here and the main reason why I do this podcast, murder. Oh, I actually wanted to say another thing. (laughs) One more thing on top of everything I've already said. After work, I went to the store and there was this guy in front of me Um, he was checking out whatever and he left. I got my stuff checked out. So it was a a distance of time, like long enough for the guy to leave. Well, I get in my car and I actually notice him like maybe five stalls over on the other side. So like, you know how the parking spaces kind of butt up against each other. So I was on the right side. He was on the left side. Let's just say that. And I feel like I kept seeing him look at me and in my mind, I'm thinking like, okay, he's a murderer. He's going to kill you. He is in a Volkswagen car and I'm pretty sure Ted Bundy had a Volkswagen. I could be very wrong because I don't know anything about cars and that that's like the details that I don't remember, but I was like, you are ready for this. This is the moment you have trained your whole entire life for. You need to get out of there. You need to just get in your car, lock your doors, drive as fast as you can and just go home but make sure you watch his car i like memorized what his car looked like and then i drove away and he (laughs) didn't even follow me but that's how crazy i am um so if you have a crazy story like that let me know so i don't feel alone in this wacky world of what would be the word um 
paranoia because it's pretty lonely right now and I feel pretty crazy. But you know what? At the end of the, end of the day, I'm not dying. I am the final girl. Final girl is who I am. And don't test me on that because I don't want to. I don't want anyone to test me on that. But like, final girl am I. Okay, now to the case. I will be talking about the case of Katrazina Zawada. This one might be kind of quick. So Katrazina Zawada had a tough life. And it's kind of sad because I think I really related to her um, just because like everyone has mental health stuff. And I don't want to say that like I'm one of those people that continuously struggle, but like I know what it's like to be sad and um, not feel like you fit in because like I am literally sitting alone talking about murder and movies into a circular microphone that I have in my armpit. So I know what it's like to feel weird and be alone. So I I really resonated with her, Um, but she had a tough life and she didn't have a lot of friends. Um, which I also don't have a lot of friends. You guys are my friends. So hi friends. Um, she sat alone at lecture a lot and she lived with her mom for a very long time. She battled depression since her father had passed away in 1996 and the way he died was from an infection. So he went hiking with him, with her and he had fallen and injured his back and that injury got infected and that's how he died. So she kind of blamed herself for that, which obviously it wasn't her fault. And I really hope at some point before she died that she realized that because it's so easy to take on other people's burdens. And when things go wrong around you, it's really easy to blame yourself. Like you weren't doing something right or you like did something wrong, like a domino effect. But you know what? Here to all the people that feel that way, there are so many other factors that are outside of your wheel or your realm that you can control that cause other things. And like sometimes, yeah, they could be your fault, but that just like you just have to accept that you make mistakes and you're a human being. Wow, I did not mean to get all like luxury on you guys. I'm sorry. Um, so she did have friends and they all described her as nice, but she was just sad and withdrawn. So like if I have friends who have to describe me, I really hope you come up with something better than that because, like, that sucks. Like, what friends actually would say that? You know, like, she was really, really nice. She was really dedicated. Like, she cared a lot about us. Like, don't, like, say more nice things before you go to the uh, the downer stuff. Like, come on. So, um, her mom was really, really worried about her just because of the way she was acting and everything like that. So her mom got her to go to a doctor's appointment and they were supposed to, or I should say schedule a doctor's appointment, um, and they were going to go together. But her mom that day, November 12th, 1998, ca- found herself alone, waiting and waiting, and she just never showed up. So she got even more worried because she was, this was to see a doctor about depression. So she went to the police and the police said, sorry, I paused because I'm assuming everyone was screaming at the top of their lungs 
it's too soon, you have to wait, there's nothing we can do, because it seems like in all these old cases, that is exactly what the police always say. And screw you guys, because that is the worst possible answer ever. Like, you would think that they would trust the parents and, like, be like, oh, you're their parents, you know them very well, maybe we should trust you. But then again, I also don't know any of the cases back then, and they could have a lot of parents who always, like, call them when their parents are late five minutes. So I don't know. I'm going to step off my soapbox <laughs> now. I'm done. I promise. <laughs> Probably not, but oh well. It's my podcast. I can do it. So they told her to wait and this must just like burn when her mom, when the, like this happened and her mom had to look back and think about it because her mom must see that time that she waited as just like the time that she could have saved her. Like, you obviously don't know, but the hour that you wasted could have been an hour longer searching, and that hour could have been all she needed. And, like, that's where my mind would go, at least. Like, obviously, that's not the case. The time has moved forward. There's nothing you could do. There's no point in looking back unless it's to better your future. But, like, that's what I would think is that, like, if I would have had just that hour that I spent waiting, I could have saved her. So that's what, like, I would imagine she would think, even though it's not true or it, like, it isn't a burden that she should wear, but that's just a horrible thought. Um, so in January 7th, 1999, Merle Slaw, which I could be saying that wrong, he was an operator of a tugboat. He had noticed one of his propellers, um, something was wrong with it, like it wouldn't propel. I don't know. (laughs) It wasn't moving. So he went to go investigate, which is obviously what you would do. And he opened the hatch and just got this huge waft of just nastiness. It was just overwhelming, but he had a job to do. So he like looked in there and he expected to see like a tire or a tree branch, which is what like normally is in there. But instead he saw like this rubbery, leathery, like pale thing and he wasn't sure what it is so he was really confused and he like tried to pull it out and after a while he finally like got it loose after battling with it and he just couldn't figure out what it was he was so confused until he saw an ear that's right you heard me right a human ear which is when he realizes that he was holding a skin suit. Like Silence of the Lambs, Buffalo Bill, skin suit. And even saying that like makes me cringe. But hey, this is the You Don't Want to Know podcast and I'm sure you guys didn't want to know that. But here we are because Lord knows I did not need to know that. But there's actually pictures of this quote-unquote skin suit on the floor of the boat see honestly okay so I can't I think it's in black and white I'm not posting that on Instagram because I don't even think it would be allowed on Instagram if you want to find it you can just google it honestly but that just seems one disrespectful two I don't even think it was real because it didn't look like it but I could be very wrong so he pulled it out the skin suit and he put it on the floor because it was in the way he had to get he had to leave 
if anything, to just get back. He had to get the free. There was nothing he could do. He couldn't leave it there. He had to pull it out. So he did. And he went back to the shore. So Katrazina was 23. She was a religion knowledge student at, uh, this is going to be a tough one, Jangalinoan, Jangalonian University. Sure. Um, So her skin was cut at the thigh and up to the neck up to her left ear but not her face and her nipples were also left out the coroner had said that her body had probably been in there for about two or her skin had probably been in there about two to three weeks um this is this is the part that really sucks it was determined he determined that she had been tortured and skinned alive which oh gosh what a disgusting person to do that. And, like, obviously, every criminal's disgusting, but this is just unimaginable. Like, no. You, no. Just no. Oh, deep breath after that one. So, January 14th, uh, they had found her leg floating by a dam in some tree branches, but that was the only other body part I guess that was ever found and they did find some of her clothing Um, it was cut into pieces but like I said they didn't really find anything else of her which is just horrible to think about so the police right away just assumed it was like a copycat murder of the silence of the lambs which like makes sense because people are idiots And that movie came out in 1991, so that's not, like, super far away from this this murder. So the police worked with Portuguese and American 3D teams and DNA experts to find out who this belonged to. And I worked kind of hard to dig. This case doesn't have a whole lot of information, and I'll tell you why at the end. But I couldn't figure out if they knew... Or they had a hunch, I should say, right away that it was going to be Katrazina because they weren't, they didn't have the DNA to back it. So I don't know if they just always kind of assumed it was her, if like she had maybe a tattoo or something that kind of led it there. But um, they just, they, they didn't have any DNA to back that up if they thought it was her. But this is the super messed up part that actually kind of pisses me off. They called the case Leather. Which, like, go screw yourself. It's just, it's sickening. And that makes me think that they didn't have someone, like, someone's name attached to it. So it made it easier, maybe. Like, you know, the whole gallows humor to get you through the day. But, like, still, that's just so gross. Or keep that to yourself. Because that was posted in the news. So obviously you were, like, trying to be funny and tell your joke, whatever. No, you're not funny. Keep it to yourself. Keep it within, like, your little office, but don't let that leak to the world because the mom probably heard that, you know? It's horrible. But somehow the coroner could determine that her cause of death was loss of blood, which breaks my heart because that just means that whoever did this just absolutely wrecked her. So it just 
mm, deep breaths, just horrible. They also said that the killer took out her organs while she was alive, (sighs) which makes me think of um, American Horror Story, Roanoke, when the guy gets the knife and they pull out his intestines. Oh my gosh. I can't even fathom, like, I have no idea what to even, like, begin to compare how that feels to, like, just horrible, horrible thing. But the eventually, they eventually had to drop the investigation because they had no more leads. They had nowhere to go. But luckily, there's always those people who just, they can't accept that answer. So they keep working and they keep working and they keep working and they eventually find more evidence. Um... So they kept looking at what they had and it was determined that a sharp tool was determined or excuse me, was used to hurt her on her neck, armpit and groin. So I don't know why that took so long to find out, maybe like just more sophisticated um, tools, but that was found out. And in 2014, the FBI did a psychological profile um, or they had a psychological profiler come in and do a profile on all the evidence, and he said that he was a sadist, state, how do you say that, sadistic, there we go, um, he was sadistic, and he enjoyed the harassment of women, um, likely a prior convict, so someone who is a horrible person, which, like, I could have told you that, but whatever, um, so that's what they got from what little evidence that they had, which is, like, pretty good, honestly, um, the University of Coimbra, Professor Duarte Nuno Vieira, which why do I keep choosing these cases that have horrible names, um, an international ex- expert in forensic and torture science, uh, said that the killer probably did martial arts due to his injuries, and I know this is a horrible thing to think about, but I'm just thinking of him, like, karate chopping and, like, kicking and that's how he killed her. Like, I don't know. It's not funny, but, like, I just don't know how you would tie in martial arts with, like, the way that he skinned her. Ugh. Horrible. Just, like, it makes me sick saying it. Whew, deep breath. So, in 2016, they had confirmed that it was Katrazina. So, that makes me wonder, like, did they, did the mom not know? And, which makes it even worse... She's been waiting so long to figure out what happened to her daughter. And all these years later, this, this the case that she had been hearing about ends up being her daughter. You know, like imagine that. Oh, it's just horrible to think about. But then again, they could have thought it was her the whole time, which is honestly kind of what I hope. Because the other scenario just sounds terrible. But they confirmed it was her. So that's at least something, I guess. But 19 years later, a man was arrested for her brutal murder, October 17th. Winging, maybe? I don't care how to pronounce his name, but like I really have no idea. Robert Jakszewski. And I'm not going to take the time to figure out the pronunciation. And you'll get, you guys will figure it out later. Well, I guess I told you he was arrested, so he was the killer. So that's why I don't care about pronouncing his name. Um, but he was caught because someone had sent in 
there was like an anonymous tip saying that um he had essentially like told this one guy what he did the letter was never released due to protect the guy's identity i literally had to pause the podcast to figure out what word i was thinking of so that just shows you what kind of day it is well what kind of life i lead because it happens all the time So, back to this horrible, horrible piece of dirt shoe that, I don't know, I meant poop, that I stepped in with my shoe, that I just threw away the shoe. So, he lived in her district, so he obviously knew her. They, um, he was, like, a suspect in the beginning, but they couldn't find anything from him, like, that led to figuring out, um, that he was the murderer at that point, and like I said, there's not a whole lot of information on this case so there are things where I'm like when did this happen how did this happen why did this happen like it was it's just really confusing at some points so either they said that they found blood in his bathroom doesn't say how much and they also said that they found a bloody fingerprint and the blood is supposed to match Katrazina so maybe they found it which, like, okay, so they couldn't have found it after they arrested him because that's a long time to have it, a bloody fingerprint in your bathroom. Unless you are some sick, sadistic guy who looks at it and smiles every time he sees it. So, who knows? Maybe that's the case. Um, but I would imagine that it. they found that the first time that they, like, took him in for questioning and they searched his apartment... Um, and maybe they just still had the sample that they took, but it said to have matched Katrazina. Um, they he, they also said that he had been out on the radar radar since 1999, but he was never actually arrested. And they said that he seemed to actually fit the profile. He was trained in martial arts and knew the victim, but I put it without a K, so that's why I was a little confused. K-N-E-W is how you spell that. Uh, he worked in a dissection lab where they actually had human cadavers and he worked at the Krakow Institute of Zoology and get this he was fired because animals kept dying when he was working and at one point all the freaking bunnies were dead so yeah let's fire that guy let's not trust him with anything like I wouldn't even give him scissors like, I wouldn't trust him with anything. He had no explanation either for, like, what happened to the animals. Like, why would they were dying? It's just ridiculous. So, um, he also, another fun thing about this guy, he abused cats and dogs as a child. So, I wonder if he had a brain injury, too. But, like I said, there's not a crazy amount of information on this case. Um, it is also said that he was raised in one of those... I hate saying religious households because it's not, that is not a religion, I guess. It's what he was raised in was just a horrible thing that was just stupid abusive. So it's like when you can't do anything because they're so strict, like one of those households. He was also caught spying on the neighbor wearing women's clothing. So that's just weird. And I know what you're thinking, because I was thinking the same thing too, like, this is all kind of circumstantial, like, yeah, he's a really big weirdo from what I've said so far, but, um, 
they also found a diary, his diary with the murder in it. So that's kind of like, okay, yeah, he did it. That's, that's the one. That's the piece of evidence that gets it away. And fun fact about this dude, he also visited her grave frequently. What a psychopath. So that actually makes me think that he had that bloody fingerprint there the whole time because he probably got like a satisfaction out of it. So like, go screw yourself. And for that little note that I put on my, in my computer, I had to type it in all capitals or I accidentally did all it in all capitals and I fully expected Pennywise to jump out of my computer. So don't type it in full capitals. But back to the case. Um, the detective said it is known that Katrazina was tortured before her death. The right limb over her ankle joint had been strapped to something until finally December 7th or like between December 7th and 14th of 1998, the predator choked the victim with a chain. Before that, he had been, he had given her drugs. He had broke her femoral and pelvis by punching a barbell and a bodybuilder plate to it. Stab wounds, choke wounds, and lacerations were also discovered. He probably also sexually abused her when she was dead. So that's a quote from one of the detectives from the cases. So just all around horrible. I don't know if you guys heard that. That dog barked. I'm so sorry. He still uh, says that he never knew her and he sticks to that. To this day, he still sticks to it. Um, The court of appeal extended his sentence to September 18th while the police gathered more and more evidence against him. He filed a complaint saying that the guards were harassing him in prison and it was investigated. People actually looked into it, which is kind of crazy to think about because I feel like that never happens. And they found out that he was lying. So they added that to his record and they charged him for that. So that's kind of hilarious. Um, September 19th, investigators requested to close the trial because it was getting too high profile and they wanted to protect the mom and just everything and just wanted to keep this together. So that is why a lot of the information is just not there and I couldn't find it. Now, for the crazy left turn of this case, that could be completely bogus. May 31st, 1999, roughly 1 1 p.m., an old man called Croco police and said that there was a murder at his house in a small village, and he thought the murderer was his grandson. The police found a corpse hanging upside down from the ceiling. It was a severed head that had been completely scalped. The killer had murdered the grandson and made a mask of his face. He wore the mask and the clothes and pretended to be the grandson for a day. The grandfather had bad sight, so he couldn't tell that it was a skin mask. The grandson was a 50-year-old man, and the killer was Valdemir W. The victim was the killer's father. Mind-blowing moment. So, the supposed backstory of this wild story that I couldn't find, but I had, like, 
official sources for, but I found a couple articles about it. Um, it said that the grandson had abandoned his original family for some reason. I think he like found someone else and he ran away, left the wife and the son alone. So the son came and killed the grandfather because he had abandoned the mom. So, wow, that's crazy. So I didn't want to like lump that in with a story because I didn't want to take away from Katrina's story and like over fantasize about it because this is a crazy story and they found this like not to be linked to it at all but um originally the police had thought that this guy had something to do with it because of the skinning but um Vladimir was uh, sentenced to 25 years in prison and they found that there was no links with the murder so luckily Katarzyna's murder murderer is in jail, rotting away, and her family can just have some kind of peace from this horrible, 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 horrible story. And that's the end. So I will be posting pictures like always on Instagram, and that's the YDWK podcast. Like I said, I will not be posting any of the security uh, pictures from the boat because I don't think... That's just like a step too far. Um, If you have any case suggestions or if you want to just tell me something or tell me your story or tell me how paranoid you are, you can send me an email at ydwkpodcast. Um, If you want to follow me, if you want to give me a like, if you want to do anything, that'd be cool. I feel like I don't have any other plugs. So I guess I'll just end it there. Thanks for sticking around for this horrible, 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 horrible story. And I hope you guys have a great night. Bye-bye.